0: Welcome to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions by casuals for casuals. My name is Courtney.
1: And I am Carl.
0: This is episode 52, and we're discussing anime powers we wish we had in real life. As always, there'll be spoilers throughout this episode, I guess. You kind of have to have spoilers to talk about these powers, right? So you've been warned. Let's do a catch-up. Should we do a catch-up? We haven't done a catch-up in a bit.
1: A catch-up and mustard.
0: Yeah, a ketchup and mustard. I know I said Such the first one kind of weird. a fucking lame joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> a ketchup. Um, I don't know. What's going on with us? We recently revamped or I guess upgraded our podcast room. Yeah. I don't know if you can call it a podcast studio because it's not really like a legitimate studio, but it's the room in which we do our podcasting. So we have we've done some upgrades. So hopefully we sound better. Yeah, I
1: would hope so, too.
0: <laughs> we placed um a bunch of, I don't think they're soundproofing panels, but I think they're called audio panels on both um, of the major walls in this room. And uh, yeah, our soundproofing panels have that Tanjiro energy as I'm looking at them because they're all like a green blue and like a black grayish. So there you go. Keeping it weeb in here.
1: Yeah, to provide a bit of backstory, uh, these panels were actually from a friend of ours, um, and I guess her company was had like too many of these in stock and just trying to give them away without like tossing them, and so I gladly took up on that opportunity, and it just happened to. Yeah, in the colors of Tanjiro's robe or whatever.
0: I like how you call it a backstory. Our podcast room has its own backstory like in an anime. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, hopefully we sound better. Hopefully the sound is more acute or sharp. I don't know. Um, I don't really know the whole- More intimate. More intimate. (laughs) Yeah, do you feel like we're right in your ear? I don't know how it all works. All I know is that- it's recommended to install audio panels, so we did that, um, and yeah, hopefully it sounds nice. I feel like you know more about sound and audio than I do.
1: You're giving me way too much
0: credit. <laughs> well, you're the musician, so I, I figure at some level you know that stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, and it's stuff that I'm still learning because I'm not a huge audiophile, but I've been getting bits of advice and guidance from friends and family, so... it's it's just been a a learning journey for me
0: i think at some point when we feel like it's the upgrades or the revamping looks nice enough maybe we can post i don't know a picture on our instagram of what our podcast room looks like so people can get a sense of the space that we're working in we also got a little uh three-tiered riser so we can put some of our figures here on the in the middle of our podcast table because you know you got to look at figures while you're talking about anime
1: Yeah, and, of course, on my side, I have my two favorite characters um, in anime, or two of my favorite characters in anime, All Might and Levi. And, actually, I'm kind of happy with this Levi figure because it was one that I've been eyeing for a long time. Um, It's him sitting on a couch um, cleaning off his, his, I don't know if you call it, like a blade or sword. I forgot what they call it in the show but cleaning off the ODM gear well that's the the blade of his ODM gear yeah um so yeah now I get to stare at it every time we record and it's it's great
0: and if you take Levi off of the couch there's actually like a a purposeful indent where his ass goes (laughs) so he sits Mm -hmm. in there nicely it's kind of funny that there's a big ass print for Levi right in the couch
1: because he just sits there all day
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then on my side right now i've got um one of those noodle topper figures of inuyasha and i'm probably gonna put my gintoki figure from gintama on here because that's huge though yeah in all of his glory he's gonna go right on the top tier so that everyone can see him all the time (laughs) oh okay (laughs) he's recently become my my favorite anime character which is a huge upset um, because before that, for the longest time, it was Joseph Joestar, who is now a very close second. Um, and funny enough, wow. they share the same voice actor. They're practically the same character in terms of personality. Um, but anyway, Gintoki's gonna go up here. I'll probably put Joseph up here too, actually, because I've got that new Joseph Joestar figure that uh, that uh, I think was part of. No, it wasn't Pop Up Parade. Do you remember what line it was? um what i don't, series
1: yeah it was whatever one was announced during the jojo event earlier this year uh it was like a in commemoration of i don't i don't remember like anniversary. something yeah JoJo. Some, <laughs> yeah some jojo anniversary
0: yeah i snagged that well thanks to you we snagged that uh joseph joestar and he should go up here as well and in the center of our three-tiered riser that sits on our podcast table is is our actual framed photo of the Stardust Crusaders the photo that they took in the desert i think <laughs> halfway through part 3 yeah so uh, carl very cleverly printed that photo and actually framed it and it's been on our podcast table since day 1 <laughs>
1: it's just a reminder of why why we're doing this <laughs> why we're all here <laughs>
0: In other weeb life news, um, I'm excited to say that I'm getting an anime tattoo, finally. It's something that I've been wanting for a long time. It's been in the works for a while now. I've um, been working on the design uh, for for a bit, and it's come to life thanks to our good friend Jason, who did an amazing job. And I should be getting that, to- that tattoo, I think, in November. Right now, I have a couple of different tattoos, um, the only one that's weeb like is probably my master sword from the legend of zelda on my arm so it'd be nice to add another bit of i don't know nerddom on my body
1: and i actually looked at um the design i'm not going to spoil what it is (laughs) but yeah jason did a really good job of emulating the the anime look of it
0: yeah i think that's one thing that scared me about getting an anime tattoo and actually put off me committing to it for a long time is that I'm terrified as a perfectionist. I'm terrified that I'm going to get an anime tattoo and that the tattoo artist won't quite get the look of an anime character, that the face will look off or the eyes will look off because anime is a very distinct art. And I feel like not everyone can, I don't know, evoke that anime feeling. Understand it. <laughs> yeah. They, they're they not weeb enough to understand it. I did find a tattoo artist who does a phenomenal job um, he's based uh, here in Chicago. so i'm I'm thinking this is this is it. All the stars are aligned. We're gonna make it happen. So I will report back probably after I get the tattoo in November. Um, we can do a, a reveal of what the tattoo actually is. probably post some things on our Instagram and our Twitter accounts. So look forward to that.
1: And I know he probably does not want me to do this, but I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and do it this guy. Jason is an artistic genius, and he does have a website. <laughs> if anyone wants to check it out, um, we'll put it in our show notes. Uh, it's JasonCBoon.com. His stuff's impressive. It's like, very, very good. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at some of his <laughs> examples right now, and I'm sure he'll be listening to this and freaking out, but <laughs> like, there's one where he does like kind of like the the popsicle brand but it's of like chicago sports mascots which again it looks like something right off of like the ice cream truck that rolls into your neighborhood (laughs) um and he also posted uh some of the drafts of our strictly series logos and um
0: yeah, for those who don't know, Jason is also the person who created all of our logos across the Strictly series. Our main Strictly series logo, our Strictly Jojo logo, and of course, our Strictly anime logo, and they are awesome.
1: Yeah, like looking at all these drafts, again, it, it comes from a very creative mind. Um, <laughs> I think the one that sticks out the most is there was one concept where I think Jason came up with a, almost like an anime chibi-like figure that was protruding from behind the logo um so you'll see that um if you browse his strictly anime or strictly series logo concept page um but further down (laughs) i just like how he he put a gag logo for strictly (laughs) yaoi which was like an april fool's thing (laughs) it's that same figure and
0: it made it onto his (laughs) website (laughs) and he kind
1: of has like this would you call it etchy or like hentai like face to him?
0: Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Maybe this will spark the uh, next installment in the Strictly series where we do Strictly Yaoi.
1: Oh god, that's...
0: <laughs> I don't know if we're we're there yet, guys. <laughs> but who knows? It could be a, a consideration for the future. But anyway, thanks, Jason, for designing and bringing my tattoo concept to life because I'm excited to finally get this anime tattoo.
1: Yeah, and again, check out his website, JasonCWoon.com, and give this man the love he
0: deserves. All right, so today's topic, anime powers we wish we had in real life. This is going to be a fun one. I don't know why. I'm really excited to talk about these, and I have a feeling we'll probably have several overlapping ones on each of our lists. We haven't seen each other's lists, so we don't know, I guess, what the other person would want in real life but I think we've got several that we would want. And then as a bonus, we'll also talk about ones that we wouldn't want in real life. I thought I'd only have a couple, but there's actually a lot that I probably wouldn't want in real life if you, if you think about these in a pretty realistic way. But yeah, let's dive in. Um, do you wanna go first or do you want me to go first?
1: Um, I guess you can go first. Yeah. <laughs> Although, like <laughs> you said, I feel like a lot of our list overlaps. And actually for me, because I haven't watched as many anime as Courtney has, um, it was hard to kind of come up with the powers that I knew and, like, the favorite ones that I had. And I just started realizing a lot of anime powers are basically the same thing. It's either, like, strength or magic-based. But I guess it's... Thankfully, like, the ones for the anime that we've watched, a lot of them are, are unique enough to not just be this standard thing. Like... Kind of like Superman is like a standard character with superpowers. But a lot of these, again, are are very diverse and unique.
0: Yeah, and I think um, all of the ones on my list are from shows that you've also watched. So we should be good there, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay, so I'll start. My first one on my list is, and this is going to be an easy one, My Hero Academia, Quirks. I would definitely love to have quirks in real life. I think that'd be so much fun. It would make life super fucking inter- interesting.
1: <laughs> okay, this is. I think this is where we're gonna disagree. Uh-oh, why <laughs> is this I on actually, your don't? <laughs> yeah, I put quirks as an anime power. I do not want. Okay, wait.
0: <laughs> why wouldn't you want it? Because I I do have cons listed here.
1: Okay. Um. I guess my biggest gripe with it is. At least in the world of my hero, it seems like your body is just limited to one quirk. That is, if you're even gifted with a quirk at all, right? And what if it's a pathetic one? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, like you have um, Cero's like tape thing that comes out of his elbows, which I like. It's useful because he can swing around like Spider-Man. But wouldn't you rather have like spider powers instead of like Scotch tape coming out of your appendages, <laughs> or even like mineta's grape hair again it's it's great comedically because of his character but as a practical thing to have in life it that's kind of <laughs> embarrassing so i
0: agree with you there that's one of the cons or those are the two cons that i had listed here so the first one being you could end up with a shitty or useless quirk um or you could end up looking like a creature or like in Cementos's case, a fucking block of cement. Like who would want to look like a block of cement? That's not fun. Um, but I think the, the risk here does not outweigh the reward because the way they position quirks in My Hero is that they're obviously an everyday thing and people simply use them in their everyday lives. Like mm-hmm. just, you know, they use them to their advantage to help... I don't know, make their lives easier, I guess. Um, And there are laws in place that help make sure that society stays the course and doesn't go all awry with people having these crazy quirks. So I think that the chances of ending up with a really shitty quirk or looking like something really fucking weird, it's low enough where I'd be okay taking that chance. I want a cool quirk, even if it's something as simple as being able to, you know, do that classic thing of picking up the remote with your mind and floating it over to you so you don't have to get your fat ass off the couch. That would be cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I can see like the the fun of like these powers being present in like everyday life. Um, and I get, like you said, it, it could be used in different applications. Like if someone is working at a grocery store, they can have like an actual green thumb and produce all these vegetables in the vegetable aisle or whatever yeah or like with momo it's she can manifest things out of her huge tits honestly (laughs) that's one
0: of the most op quirks like to Uh me i feel like momo's quirk is super underrated um and she even acknowledges that she can only use i think i think she says this like her quirk can only really be used in the the context of um of her being a hero because I'm pretty sure she mentions that like she can't just create whatever she wants. It's against the law because like, I could understand that, right? Like she could make a whole fucking black market under her power where she like makes designer handbags and video game consoles and all this crazy shit and makes a ton of money off of it, basically destroying the world's economy. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I can that, that's another that's going back to what I said originally about there being laws in place. Um and and understanding them within society that there are limitations to how and when you can use your quirk so that society can continue to function. So I think if you had a cool quirk like that, like that'd be fucking awesome, right?
1: Now, my question is what kind of quirk would you want?
0: Something like um, you know Momo's quirk or something even as simple as like creating fire. That'd mm. be pretty useful in some ways, maybe especially if you're an outdoorsy type of person, you like to go camping, you just make a fire. But I also want to call out that in in the, the My Hero Academia world, there's the concept of villains and heroes and things being destroyed and people threatening the world and all of that. And even if that does exist as part of people having quirks, nothing's requiring these people to step up as heroes. They choose to be heroes. They can still choose to be everyday people who have their quirks and just live their lives, unlike some other anime worlds. And I, I won't name anything specific because this ties into some of the the anime powers i wouldn't want but there are some anime powers out there where if you have it given the type of power and the world that you're in you're probably going to be forced to use it whether you like it or not like you're kind of you're kind of pushed into this corner of you know this is the path that you take because you're given this power and it's not that way in my hero again you can just choose to not be a hero to not step up to the plate and just be a regular person who has their quirk and is a law-abiding citizen so i kind of i think that's why um why i'd also be really interested in having quirks because if everyone has them you're not forced to step up
1: but then there's a thrill behind becoming a superhero that's tempting as well
0: Right. Yeah, but let's think about it realistically. So I'm a very big realist, I think, um, at least most of the time. And if I'm thinking pretty realistically here, I'm not brave enough to put my life on the line for somebody else. I don't want to have to go through all the pain and all of the the With physical... true but if everyone has great power or the majority of the population has great power then then you have the freedom to pick and choose who's actually going to become a hero or not like would I personally ever want to become a hero probably not because I would not be brave enough like I said I don't want to deal with getting my ass kicked um, or fighting I have no combat ability so I could just see myself opting out of that and you could do that if the majority of the world had quirks
1: I think it's also just dependent on the quirk you have as well. Again, I mean that does a like an outlier because he he does find some kind of heroic use of his grape. What is this thing called? I don't remember.
0: I think he's grape juice. isn't Yeah, he?
1: or like just what his quirk is called. Um, but I would say if like if your quirk is turning into a, a carpet. Like, I don't know how... Turning into a carpet, <laughs> that's the fucking... most random thing. <laughs> right? Well, I think that's that's the, that's the point, right? Like, you never know what kind of quirks are, are out there. But, you know, if it's something as useless as that, or, like, pro- producing Q-tips out of your hands... <laughs> what like, the How, fuck? how are you coming gonna, up with these? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking of, like, everyday objects. You should become
0: a writer for My Hero. Come up with the right. quirks. Well, like
1: how, well, yeah. In the case of, like, a, a Q-tip man, how are you going to use that power to... To help others or sacrifice your life for like a heroic cause. So yeah. I think it's also just dependent on what your abilities
0: are. Going back to the risk or the reward outweighing the risk in the situation, we do learn in My Hero that quirks are hereditary for the most part. So if you do have a shitty quirk, I mean, you kind of know whether or not your kid's going to get it. And I don't know. You, can, you, you know what to expect at that point, right? You can help teach your kid how to manage their quirk because you probably have a similar quirk like in the case of Todoroki his is literally a hereditary quirk where Endeavor tried to produce the perfect mix of fire and ice in his child so he had a bunch of kids until he hit that that 50 50 ratio
1: yeah that's the other thing where I don't really want quirks as an anime power because if I was born with a useless one then that's it
0: (laughs) true but I think you know there, there could always be a use for for every quirk. We call it shitty. We call it useless. But I think that's that's relative compared to some of the other quirks out there. It's like everyone's got a special talent. I may, you know, your your talent may not be, you know, something that'll propel you to stardom or you won't invent something. But everyone has a talent that they should hone into, and I think that's the same with the quirks. You know, if you make Q-tips out of your fingers. Then shit, you don't gotta pay for Q-tips anymore, yeah. okay? Life... You need a Q-tip, I got you, man. Yeah, if
1: life gives you lemons, become lemon man. Whatever.
0: <laughs> All right, next up, what's what's on your want list?
1: So I realized for this next anime um, that has an anime power that I would like, it's not just the power, but the items in the anime that I desire. Um,
0: Now I'm wondering what you're going to say. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) So, yeah, it's nothing like crazy out there. It's Attack on Titan, Um, specifically the Titan powers. And as maybe an honorable mention, the ODM gear, which I know is not an anime power, but it's just an item that's just so interesting to me. But we can talk first about Titan powers.
0: Okay, that's interesting because I have it on my don't want list. (laughs) 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 Okay, wait, start with why you want it.
1: So I know there's like the destructive aspect of like the the nine main Titan powers um, and it's basically like if you took the Incredible Hulk and turned him into a Colossus but I just think each of the powers is so fascinating and it's not like you can or you're like you're stuck with this power unless you're a pure Titan. Like you can still have it in you but you have to actually activate it. So um, it's not something that controls you kind of like how hulk is controlled by his his radioactive aggressive behavior um so it's something you can jump in and out of but oh i think i would more so use it as a form of defense if someone were to fuck with me like if i had the attack titan power i could just bite my hand and then grow like two stories tall and and intimidate someone
0: that would be fucking intimidating for sure (laughs) Well, let me explain why I have it on my don't want list. And this is this goes back to what I just mentioned about um, the, the risk here far outweighs the reward in my mind. And thinking about it realistically, like if you just took the Titan power as it's portrayed and as it's described in all of the lore and attack on Titan and plopped it into our real world, there's some major, major risk here for me. First of all, you're guaranteed to die in 13 years after acquiring the power.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Second of all,
0: <laughs> you have to eat somebody else that, that you probably know more, more likely than not um, after becoming a pure Titan in order to pass on that, that power. And then on the flip side, you then have to be eaten alive before the 13 years are up. Otherwise, your power, I think, just vanishes and goes somewhere else maybe. I don't know. That part of the lore I'm not too clear on.
1: Then it's gonna be a wild thirteen years. <laughs>
0: you better enjoy those thirteen <laughs> years. Holy shit! And that's assuming that you're not forced into a battle, basically. So going back to the other thing I mentioned about, you know, quirks being plentiful enough where you your hand's not really forced to do something with it. You can just be a regular person. If there's only nine, there's nine titans, right? Mm-hmm. If there's only nine titans um, that that can be controlled like that. Then you're probably going to be tapped on the shoulder by the country that you live in to protect that country, to be out on the front line, to defend your country from whoever else owns the other Titan powers and may want to do something sus with that. So I think there's a, a much higher risk of you having to use that Titan power power and put yourself at risk versus just being able to be a regular citizen who can fucking transform into a titan
1: <laughs> well if they were to come up to me i would say no and <laughs> if they want to retaliate well i've got a titan power they but... <laughs> could drug
0: you though knock you out and then let someone eat you so that way they can take yeah, the titan power that's true it's too rare you only have nine nine titans um or nine titan powers that can be wielded at any time and you've got what six seven billion people on this earth so It's slim pickings. I feel like there's going to be a lot of eyes on you to take that titan power. And then, of course, there's the self-harm piece of it. You have to inflict self-harm to activate your titan power unless you become, I don't know, OP enough where you can just think it and then you become a fucking titan. Plus, if you were to activate your titan power in the middle of, like, I don't know, a neighborhood or a city, then you're going to kill a bunch of people probably and destroy some buildings or some shit. I don't know man, I'm nervous about this. You really want titan powers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the the destructive side in me. I think I was just more thinking of like the the spectacle of being a titan.
0: True. I think being able to brag about being a titan and not having anyone fuck with you is really badass, right? How cool mm-hmm. is that to say you're one of the 9 people on the entire planet who can turn who can turn into a titan? That's really fucking badass. But again, for me personally, the risk still far outweighs the reward for me to ever want to take on Titan powers. I'd be cool to live in a world that had Titan powers because then I can just watch it unfold. That would be a spectacle.
1: Yeah, but I guess at the same time, pure Titans would exist as well. And those are not, (laughs) those are like the less desirable Titan powers. Although, is that considered a power? Is it just more of a.
0: I'd call it a power. I don't know actually. Because yeah, like, now that it's like you like mention it, it,
1: spoilers. It's an injection into your yeah. into your nape. You
0: can't control it. Mm-hmm. Like a power should be. I feel like that's that's where we draw the line. Is it something that you can control to a certain degree? Yeah. So I guess. But you're right. Like if we were to take it as the Lord describes it, then yes, that means we would all have to be, uh, in some way, shape, or form, Marleyan, um, in order to become pure Titans, in order to inherit a Titan power. So that would suck <laughs> if you got activated as a pure Titan and then you just lived your life as a titan eating people also being yeah, eaten yeah. by a titan would be pretty <laughs> shitty okay <yeah>. unless you <laughs> ate one of the titan shifters yeah just by
1: pure chance
0: well this is a, this is a tough one here I, i'm still gonna have to opt out of titan powers but if you want that's cool man i mean more you props to you. <laughs> yolo
1: <laughs> that's living life if you had t- titan powers in 13 years to live you could just you know turn into a colossal one travel the world technically because of how huge you are, and then destroy the world in the <laughs> process. But yeah.
0: Well, let me throw this at you because you did mention ODM gear. Would you prefer to have Titan powers or ODM, or, or be skilled in ODM gear?
1: Maybe both things are great, but I think I personally would have would love ODM gear. Um, That'd be and cool. That's why, like, it's kind of an honorable mention because it's not an a true anime power, but I think it, there's just something so artistic and graceful about the scouts use of the odm gear in the show even though like the earlier versions of it are really bulky and impractical because you have the huge like square or like rectangular metal thing that carries um well, i guess those, those only carry the blades right yeah so you could technically not use those and just have the canisters with the harnesses itself
0: yeah, and if you had ODM gear in real life, that's something that could be available to a lot of people. Um, and if you wanted to take it up as a hobby, you could do that versus having to join the military, right? Yeah. It's kind of like people who go um, uh, ziplining, right? Like Spelunking. it's a, a similar concept. <laughs> you can just go ziplining if you want. You don't have to be in the military to zipline. But so, zipline is just one fixed yeah, like, I'm just saying, like, conceptually, two, yeah. it's kind of the same. Like, you, you go from place to place using a fucking wire.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the closest uh, a device could get to, like, web swinging. <laughs> Spider-Man again. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's just... It would be a easier mode of transportation rather than sitting in traffic if you just wanted to, like, use ODM gear. I guess, although you'd need points to cling to, so if you're out in the buttfuck, then you can't really use the gear yeah that's but, true yeah, i think obviously that's a lot more safe and practical to use in real life than having a titan power um but if if that ever gets invented in the future i would be the first to try it out <laughs> so back to you what is another anime power that you would want in real life
0: all right i'm gonna skip down a couple because I, I can't wait to talk about this um as a diehard jojo fan I have to say JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Hamon.
1: Mm. And don't
0: worry, I do have stands on my list too, but I want to focus just on Hamon. I mean, there's no fucking downside to using Hamon, right? You, It's just breathing. It's life energy. You can keep yourself young even as you age. You can heal your body way faster as we see with Jonathan Joestar when he gets his arm shattered, inherits, inherits acquires his Hamon powers from Zapelli and then breathes his arm back to a hundred percent health. Health. hundred <laughs> percent healing or whatever. Um and as we learn throughout the Jojo lore in parts one and two, you can control other living creatures. You can fucking walk on water. All of that of course takes a lot of training and a lot of skill. But as I thought about Hamon, I'm like, I, I really don't see a downside. I I really don't. I think maybe the only downside is that not everyone can use hamon it's a skill that's really only able to be wielded by a certain group of people or those who train very very hard
1: so you can still acquire hamon it's just i think you
0: technically can i don't think it's you know something hereditary or only for a certain group of people or a certain type of people it's just you need to be at a certain level to be able to acquire it because if you think about the JoJo lore, um, George Joestar II did not acquire Hamon. They don't really explain why. I think, but even though it was technically in his lineage, he didn't end up acquiring it. Uh, Speedwagon also got jabbed in the gut by Zappelli but still didn't acquire Hamon breathing skills. Um, so I think it's just it's like a talent thing, right? Like not everyone's going to have a certain type of talent. Not everyone's going to have whatever is needed to be able to. To have to wield Hamon or whatever have the Hamon ability, but it's possible for most people, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I think thinking with within the context of JoJo, Hamon gets a bad rap, obviously compared to stands, because we've only seen it in two parts compared to the what seven parts there there are now of JoJo that have stands. But I agree that it's. It has more health benefits, of course, (laughs) with the whole prolonging one's life.
0: It's healthy and holistic. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and I was gonna say, like, it's a power that's also just really in tune with nature, and you know, it's almost like a like a fitness routine. Like it disciplines the user to use it effectively and use it in so many different ways. Um, I think the lore of Hamon wasn't developed enough in the show to really encompass the potential it has like we've only seen it again as as a, a, a means of combat really right
0: yeah and it's to that point I feel like it's not developed enough in the anime to show us a downside to it like I feel like there has to be some sort of downside to using Hamon everything practically has a downside um, and I was struggling to figure out what that could be for Hamon but maybe maybe if there was more time dedicated to Hamon, something would have popped up i
1: mean if you live in like a dry climate with no water and it's hard to breathe then that's it's difficult like the to one. use yeah, yeah if you
0: get throat jabbed um as we see a couple of times then yeah your breathing's thrown off and then you can't really use it as well but i wouldn't say that's a downside i just think that's like a weakness of jamon. Mm-hmm. and if zombies and vampires ever become a thing boom Hamon, you just on their asses and then they're gone versus having to i don't know Find some garlic or wait for the sun to come up or, you know, shoot him in the head. Whatever the other options are for killing those types of creatures. But here it's Hamon. Just breathe and punch.
1: So then that's a similar issue with the titan powers. If Hamon exists, then all of that would also concurrently exist in the world.
0: Not technically. Because you... Okay, so this is my thinking. You don't have to have vampires... And zombies and pillar men in order to have Hamon, but you have to have pure titans in order to have titan wielders, right? Mm. You can't create a titan wielder without becoming a pure titan first and eating the the person who currently has the titan power.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: So that that's my my logic anyway, which is again why I can't see a downside to Hamon. I feel like it's the perfect power to have in real life.
1: I guess it's kind of like the force in star wars but if go. it's like that then there are users of hamon that could turn to a dark side much like straight and kind of use it for nefarious means
0: true but didn't straight use it he didn't use it while he was evil or didn't use it in an evil way he just became a vampire yeah but again like i feel like if hamon had more time to be developed as you mentioned earlier then yeah we probably would find a downside it just feels a bit too like too good to be true to say that Hamon has no downside. I'm sure there is something you could think up, and I feel like it would be more balanced if it did have a downside. But whatever that downside is, it has to be pretty big to outweigh all of the reward that you would get by having Hamon abilities. Mm-hmm. All right, so I know I mentioned Jojo's stance. I'll hold off because it's your turn next. What's, uh, what's next on your anime power wish list?
1: Like I said, I have a very short list. Uh And so the other major thing on my list is from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which is the stand ability. Perfect. Well, that worked (laughs) out
0: great. We can kill two birds with one stone. (laughs) then.
1: But yeah, I think the way I look at a stand is just having this personal bodyguard or assistant that is always at your side so you, you don't have to call them up and then they like you have to wait for them a while. Like You can just summon them like a spirit and they'll be at your beck and call.
0: Yeah, I mean, the fact that you can basically control or almost fully control a stand is really helpful, of course. And you could end up with a really cool or useful stand like Heaven's Door or Crazy Diamond. Um, I, I'm trying to think of what a shitty stand would be. I know that people knock on Joseph Joestar's... Hermit
1: Jos- Purple. I, I know
0: people knock on Joseph Joestar's Hermit Purple but it's still useful. It's not as cool as other stands, but it's still useful. Kind of like with the quirks. Like some of them aren't as useful as others, but they're still useful, right? Or they're not as cool as others, but they're still useful. I feel like that's the situation here. Hermit Purple, I mean, you can see other people for a moment if you smash a $300 camera um, and you can use it to swing around like Spider-Man as we Mm -hmm. see Joseph do.
1: (laughs) But compare, (laughs) just compare that with star platinum or the world or like all the other ones that have actual physical manifestations and it still kills me that you know one of the greatest hormone users is stuck with a standability that's just like grapevines
0: honestly i feel like that's joseph's fate because he's such a a yeah (laughs) with his type of personality i think it only makes sense that he ends up with what people consider a stupid stand Mm -hmm. (laughs) but anyway going back to stands in the real world um, or in real life you'd also be part of the cool kids club because you'd be one of the ones who can see other stands and stand users well you can see the stand users but you could be one of the people who can see stands right like, doesn't All that right. feel like an elite club like oh we're the ones with stands we can see them and no one else can
1: because you have to be pierced by the stand arrow right um, or you
0: or somebody cuz i forgot lineage. how because oh, okay. hand, stands hands stands are also hereditary stands, technically <laughs> like they're they're passed down through your family so in the joestar bloodline it's because well i don't give it away but anyway somebody was pierced with an arrow which activated the stands for the rest of the joestars
1: mm, okay
0: so you it, it passes down your bloodline i believe um and if you don't have it you could acquire it but as a con, you have to be shot with an arrow, which could kill you. It's it's like a 50-50 chance. You get shot by the arrow, you either die or you get a stand. So it's a pretty big risk.
1: If I remember correctly, a stand is also like the, it's it represents, it's like a manifestation of your fighting spirit. So it could appear or create itself in a variety of different ways, depending on like your own inner strength, right?
0: Yeah, so if you're a shitty person, you're probably going to have a shitty stand. Uh, so that's <laughs> so what explains Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's not that bad. Remember what he did in Japan? <laughs> you know what? He made one mistake. I think he he redeemed himself with everything else, but I think it, as long as you're a good person, you should probably end up with a decent stand. The other con though is um that you might be attacked by other stand users. I think that is a fair thing to say that people who have stands will probably use them in bad ways if they're a bad person, similar to quirks. You're probably going to have villains because you're probably going to have criminals trying to use their powers um, or their quirks to their benefit. So that, that could happen here. Um, and, yeah, once they see you have a stand, then you might be attacked by another stand user.
1: Well, isn't that like... Not a running joke, but I know Jotaro says that in the show, like stand users always attract stand other stand users. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or the the meme of like
0: anyone could be a stand user and then it's somebody who's (laughs) obnoxiously dressed.
1: (laughs) So maybe that's another perk of having stands is like you set the fashion tone for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And going back to that concept of being put pushed into a corner because a power isn't as easily accessible or readily available, I feel like here's this one kind of straddles that line because there's enough stand users out there where you probably could just be a regular person with a stand and not have to go into fucking battle. Um but on the flip side, stand users can stands can only be seen by other stand users. And so it's like you got to kind of take up the helm perhaps depending on the type of stand that you have to battle the evil stand users cuz You know, you can't rely on the police if the police don't have stands. They're not going to know what the fuck's going on. They're not going to see anything happening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so my question to you is this, because, you know, stands are unique in JoJo for not only their abilities, but also their names. Um, I mean, I do want to talk about, like, what abilities you would want from your stand user, because I have one in particular. But I want to start off with asking, what would you name your stand
0: I have no idea. <laughs> That's a great question that I have never thought of, so I'm sorry I don't have an answer. Well, I feel like you've got something concocted.
1: Um, I mean, I know Green Day was already referenced in the series, but I would like to call mine American Idiot.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Fits so well. But um, I mean, yeah, obviously we're not limited by copyright issues and naming our own stands, right? That's true, yeah. <laughs> Nothing comes to mind, though?
0: No. I don't know. Name it Ayn and Rigby. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I meant more in, like,
1: because like, it's always, like, a musical. I know, like, part three was more Egyptian or tarot cards, right? Um, and But, like, subsequent ones have mostly been focused on music. And then, I know, one part is focused on, like, fashion designers, right?
0: Yes. That would be part six.
1: Um, So, I mean, there's... Plenty of music out there to to choose from, but I know it's like an on the spot thing, and there's so many different types of music and bands that you love, and so it's hard to narrow it down. But I just thought American Idiot would just be a funny name for a stand.
0: I'll name it. Um, I'll name it after a JoJo opening. What's my favorite JoJo opening? Um, crazy noisy bizarre town. There you go. (laughs) Okay, that's the name of my stand. That's (laughs) a
1: a meta uh, stand name then. (laughs) And then my second question would be, what ability would you want the most from your stand?
0: If I'm thinking in the context of Jojo stands that we've seen in the anime, um, I mentioned this already, but I would pick either Heaven's Door or Crazy Diamond. Because Heaven's Door, you can read minds and rewrite minds, I guess. You can control people to a certain degree. That sounds really terrible, um, but it'd be a cool power to have. Uh, And then Crazy Diamond, of course, you can repair things that were broken. except your grandfather (laughs) except your grandfather yes
1: (laughs) plot hole but
0: (laughs) what which one would you want or if you have something outside of the the jojo lore what would you want
1: whatever is the same type of stand as star (laughs) planet wow i walked right into that one that's all stands all stands yeah i just love i just love that (laughs) meme where like Jotaro looks at something and says, oh, so it's the same type of Stand Star (laughs) Platinum. And then he immediately has that same ability. But um, I guess along those lines, mine would be the ability to stop time, like Star Platinum or the world. And this is actually something that I've always thought of, like even as a younger kid, because, you know, time is always of the essence and you're always supposed to make the most of your time. So I feel like if I were to slow down time, then there's so much I could do within that, like, second that feels like an hour, right? Like, I feel like I could be so productive and then go back into real-world time, to take my time, do whatever else I want, and then slow down time again to, to take a quick power nap. And then go back into real world time and have all the energy for the rest of the day.
0: True, but if we're going by JoJo lore, you can only stop time for probably less than like 20 seconds max, unless you practice. I think with a lot of training, you could eventually up that number. Mm-hmm. But the things you're describing, you'd have to get those done in like 10 seconds.
1: Well, I will train the hell out of my stand. Then.
0: <laughs> That'll be your lifelong <laughs> goal is to stop time for as long as possible. Yeah.
1: And I guess like the second thing would also be. To kind of replay time, like King Crimson, I don't like he he uses that maliciously, and it's a potentially dangerous ability if you were to manipulate certain events. Um, and I guess it's kind of like Tokyo Revengers in a way. But you know, if you are able to turn back time, and you know, instead of going this way on the street, you go the other way, and then you find a new adventure. I think that would be another ability but again i know how dangerous it would be just based on like pop culture media how dangerous it would be to turn back time and, and manipulate events
0: you could change the course of history
1: yeah like erasing the live action dragon ball movie Ooh, existence. yes please <laughs> <laughs> so what's next
0: All right, well, you already mentioned it, so it's a perfect segue into my next one, which is Tokyo Revengers time traveling. This type of time traveling that we see in this anime is cool because you can hop back and forth with little to no consequence, outside of, of course, altering the fucking course of history. Yes, I get that's a huge responsibility, Um, but I think that'd be cool. I I know that the way they describe it, is that you're jumping back in time exactly, to, was it 12 years? Mm-hmm. Um, 12 years to the day. So you can't, once that day has passed that 12-year time limit, you can't ever go back to it. And you can't go any further in time. You have to wait until you've reached the day that you want to jump back to 12 years in the past. I probably described that terribly. I'm sorry. Go watch the show. They explain it better <laughs> than I do. But anyway, I think that would be really cool. If there's one thing that you did in the past that you fucking regret... Or something that was really embarrassing just mark it on your calendar and then in 12 years go back in time and undo that thing like I don't know maybe you tripped in front of a bunch of people and you're super embarrassed about that or any number of those things that randomly pop into your head you know when embarrassing moments just randomly pop into your head and you're just like why am I thinking of this right now why am I getting anxiety over this those moments track them in a calendar Wait 12 years, go back in time, and undo all of that. (laughs) So I think I would use it for small things, but I wouldn't use it to, like, legit alter the course of history.
1: Yeah, I think the the 12-year thing is, while it's cool in concept, thinking about that, like, I remember something embarrassing that I did back in grade school. But I'm not going to say my age now, but that was way past the 12-year mark. So if there's something that's happened that you want to reverse, but it's past that time limit, then it's not going to be really useful for you. <laughs> True. I think
0: the best time traveling would be where you can tr- you can control when and where you time travel to. Obviously, it's very limited in Tokyo Revengers, but I couldn't think of another anime that I watched that had time travel abilities mm-hmm. that were more free um, than... Tokyo Revengers so I went with that example but I will say one of the cons which is a pretty big risk if you really think about it and it may actually make me a bit hesitant about keeping this on my want list is that if your catalyst is inaccessible or no longer available then you could be stuck in the past Mm -hmm. so case in point in Tokyo Revengers if Naoto disappeared or dies then Takemichi is shit out of luck he's stuck in the past or on the flip side he can't travel to the past anymore and you're limited to when that that catalyst is available unless it happens to be a catalyst that I don't know like you can keep on you all the time maybe whenever you dial a certain number on your fucking cell phone that's when you go to the past right just keep your cell phone on you all the time and voila you don't have to worry about it but if it's something like another person or something that's that's super dependent then it would be very difficult to manage around that. You'd really need someone agreeable (laughs) who Mm -hmm. you know where they live and you know where you can find them at any moment.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say like Tokyo Revengers' use of time travel. Again, while it's interesting, it's very restrictive. And also in that sense, besides the 12 years thing. Because yeah, if, if your catalyst were to die, then that's it. And I know we've only gotten to the point in the show where it's Naoto is the only catalyst. So I don't know if there's other ways that can trigger this time travel thing besides that handshake. Um,
0: Yeah, and if you think about it too, your body's in like suspended animation in the current timeline. So you would need somebody to take care of your body if you're going to be gone for long periods of time.
1: And I think the other thing is like, if you do return to the present... Like you, you're we've seen in the show, Takamichi is unaware of the events that have conspired, like have transpired, transpired. like between then and now. Yeah. So it's like someone has to play catch up with you, um, in order for you to know if things went out or like things turned out the way you wanted it to be.
0: True. Okay. So like now that I think about it, maybe I wouldn't (laughs) want the Tokyo Revenger style of time traveling, but other types of time traveling I'd be interested in. So maybe I'll have to find an anime that has more free roaming time traveling in it. So back to you, what else is on your want list?
1: This is basically the last thing on my list Uh because I haven't watched as many anime as most people. Um, But
0: You're getting there. You're you're slowly building building up your list. Yeah. (laughs) Rigby.
1: Sorry, you might have heard a faint noise but that was our dog Rigby woofing in his sleep. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, going back to, so this one, it's. I guess this is also an honorable mention because it's not technically an anime power.
0: I thought you were gonna say it's not technically an anime. I'm like, where are you going with this one? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Avatar Airbender. Oh my god. <laughs> um,
1: but Pokemon.
0: Okay, I had that on my list too. That's on my list. That's legit. Okay,
1: good. Um, I mean, like, what else is there to say? Like, Pokemon are like the best version of pets and you can also fight with them
0: <laughs> honestly this one's just pure nostalgia i put on mm-hmm. my list just because when all of us were kids watching pokemon that's what you dreamed of is being able to capture pokemon befriend them and then make them fight <laughs> <laughs>
1: or again you could use them for your for your own um your own home or true
0: like mr mime yeah in or ash's like home
1: Chansey's always seen with the nurse joy in, in like the Pokemon centers. Yeah, there's definitely
0: other other uses for Pokemon or just having them as awesome pets that can do really cool shit. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think Pokemon would be cool. And some people may argue that that's not an anime power, but I think if you if you consider it something that you can acquire or you can control within the lore of an anime, I would consider this a quote unquote power. It's not literally a power. But it's like a power that you acquire as you catch Pokemon.
1: Yeah. And obviously, like, the the elephant in the room is the fighting aspect of it. True. Um. But as you just addressed, <laughs>
0: you could just not, you could right. not have them duel. Or maybe some Pokemon like dueling. You know, some, some dogs are really into, I don't know, things like herding. Or they're, they're really interactive um, and get really excited when, when you give them commands. So maybe that's just innate in the Pokemon is wanting to duel and they're fine with it. I also put on here that another con could be getting attacked by wild Pokemon or the trainers. Mm. I feel like the trainers part of it in the world of Pokemon. I know it's a kid show, but everyone's pretty chill, and it's legal to f- duel other trainers. So I don't think that's much of a concern. But getting attacked by wild Pokemon, I think, is definitely a concern.
1: Well, the thing I was going with, like the whole fighting thing, is the positive side of it is you can you also use your Pokemon in self defense. Not that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get, think about this in the real world, like using your pet for self-defense sounds selfish, but like there have been instances of pets saving their owner's lives. Yeah, good uh, dogs out there. Right. And,
0: and other pets too, not just dogs, but you know, I'm a dog person. <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know, with the Pokemon, they have specific uh, energy, not energy, like disabilities. Like yeah. they're, they're categorized by like <laughs> fighting type, thunder, grass and such. So it's like, these enhanced abilities that can also help in your defense. Um, But yeah, the thing with the trainers, I was just thinking back to like playing uh, Pokemon on the Game Boy and you know, like you would always try to avoid walking past the trainer by trying to see if you could, if there was enough space between you to walk past them on the farther side. But then you always have that like exclamation point that comes up over their head. And then they approach you and just imagining that in, in real life, like <laughs> having to not walk within strangers, like like peripherals for them to notice you and then say, hey, you want to fight?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I would be down to have Pokemon in real life. I think you'd have to consider actual caretaking for the Pokemon, which you don't have to worry about that much in the the show because they don't acknowledge that too much. Um, But if you think about certain types of Pokemon, I think would be easy to keep in your home. Others, probably not. Like, you're not going to keep a fucking Onyx in your house, right? Like, you're going to have to have a very special location with a lot of acres or something to to have a big-ass Onyx rolling around everywhere so if you're equipped for it you can own certain types of pokemon otherwise go with the easier guys yeah like
1: the fucking keys <laughs> the boo keys the just from like a later generation but
0: i mean if you get something like a trubbish or I mean, do do with a trubbish exactly right? like i wouldn't yeah. want that i mean no offense or anything but i don't know if i'd want a muck or a grimer or a fucking trubbish in my house yeah
1: again like those you could Have them resort to certain occupations. Like Trubbish would probably work best in a, like a garbage dump. In a dump, (laughs) (laughs) hope Hope grows grows in a dump. (laughs) I think the other thing too is, I don't know if this is ever addressed in the show, but where, like, where do humans get sustenance in a world of Pokemon?
0: Like meat, basically. Where do they get meat? Um, they eat Pokemon. I don't know. Is it? I mean if we're thinking realistically, yeah. Like you're gonna have if a, the only other meat out there is Pokemon, then yes they eat Pokemon. I
1: got Taurus burgers.
0: Well, if you think about it, there are animals out there where in some countries they're they're eaten regularly and in other countries they're considered pets and they would probably not be eaten ever. So yeah.
1: But then the Pokemon themselves, they don't eat other Pokemon right there they? They, <laughs> well, you always you give them like berries right yeah maybe they're, they're all vegetarian so you don't have to
0: worry <laughs> about it except for the plant pokemon then you do have to worry about mm-hmm. it do they eat the bug pokemon i don't know
1: no they all just eat jelly donuts they all eat jelly donuts
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's uh that's a whole other topic for a whole other podcast episode but i think Again, looking at risk versus reward, I'd be down to have Pokemon. I think there's a little risk. There's some risk, but there's not enough risk for me to, to back off from Pokemon. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think like the closest we've gotten to almost real-life Pokemon is um, the most recent live-action movie, which the designs of those were kind of weird, but it gives you an idea of...
0: You're talking about oh. the Detective Pikachu movie? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Mime was gross. They made yeah. It look really <laughs> gross. Like, Pikachu looked fine. Like, a lot of others looked fine. But, man, Mr. Mime was almost too real.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the. There's that artist online who tries to draw um, cartoon characters in real life. And there's some of, like, Homer Simpson. Oh, and yeah. And it's Bob. gross looking. Yeah, that's kind of what Mr. Mime looked like in the movie. Yeah. But other than that, Pokemon are great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other anime powers in I do. List? I
0: have one more, but now I'm also kind of rethinking this one similar to Tokyo Revengers. And then I have a bonus one, an honorable mention one, which is really stupid. But... Oh, me too. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I wonder Perfect. if it's the same. <laughs> well, my last one, my last official one on my list is Code Geass, Geass Power. But I am thinking it through a little bit more, and I feel like the risk may outweigh the reward on this one. So the the pros are Gia's powers are cool they're fucking cool and i think all of them that we've seen are incredibly useful they're very op um of course lelouch being able to control people almost indefinitely i think because he has that one girl who forever just etches each day that goes by that she's under the Gia's control and it never seems to run out and then you've got um the shitty brother what the fuck is his name again Rolo, Rolo, you got that asshole, <laughs> and he can stop time. So there you go, you can stop oh, right. time stop as time. uh. But that's
1: like time at that specific moment
0: within right? a certain radius. Yeah, in that moment, yeah. Um, you've also got uh, man, there was like real big spoilers. If I talk about Orange, I'm just gonna say Orange. You got Orange. Oh, later in the show, you got. I Orange. mean, I don't really <laughs> remember
1: his, but oh, okay, I remember now.
0: Sorry, I whispered it separately. <laughs> I know we said full spoilers, but this is like major spoilers for Kogia, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back a little bit. But anyway, you've got Gia's powers, but now when I think about the cons, I didn't factor in the fact that as you use it more and more, it will slowly consume you, and then you won't be able to control it anymore, and it could like ultimately wreck your brain. So <laughs> yeah,
1: absolute power corrupting, absolutely. Yeah,
0: and in order to get a Gia's power, you have to go and you have to agree to a contract with someone who will eventually take your place and you'll become you'll become you'll, you'll be in their shitty place and then you have to go and trick somebody else and it, the cycle continues oh is that what the
1: whole contract was again that show was just flying by so quickly <laughs> i i <It's>, couldn't
0: <laughs> yeah code geass is a show that that needs uh, and deserves at least two watches to fully understand what the fuck is going on because there's a lot packed in that show but Either way, uh, I, I would say there's some really fucking cool Gia's powers, but as I think through this a little bit more, I might put it on my don't want list just because of what you have to sacrifice and what you have to agree to in order to have a Gia's power.
1: Yeah, this was actually on my anime powers I do not want Oop, list. Okay, well, there
0: you go.
1: Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, as cool as it is to be able to command others to abide by your will, and I'm specifically thinking of Lelouch's power. There's, It's such a risky and totalitarian power that i think the biggest thing of it is it'll come back to haunt you if you don't use it properly yeah and i think we saw that with um yuffie in the show oh god yeah and like i guess a stupid example is is like if you tell someone go eat this piece of dog turd <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and then they do it <laughs> and and then what if that just ruins their life
0: i i it would certainly ruin mine. That's for mm. sure. <laughs>
1: I mean, that, that's just a, a finite moment. It's, but there are other cases where it could be like life-threatening or life-changing. And
0: morally, again, thinking just about Lelouch's power, morally, it's it's pretty ambiguous there. Because, I mean, you you could argue that you're making people do things against their will to better themselves, but also you're taking away that freedom of choice. So, it's like, oh, you know.
1: But Lelouch was playing like four DHS. Yeah, yeah, he used so it in ways think, that were, like, good yeah. and bad and, like, very
0: gray at times. Um, but just thinking about the concept, if, if someone knew that you had the ability to force anyone to do anything, people would start to to look at you a bit sus, I think. People yeah. would be wary of you, and you probably wouldn't be able to gain anyone's trust.
1: Probably the only way I would use it, again, without really harming anyone. Although, I guess on the bigger like on a bigger level it would harm people is if i just go to the bank and say okay give me a million (laughs) dollars yeah that's that's against the laws (laughs) (laughs) but they wouldn't know
0: that's well yeah that's true it's it's a very um yeah it's a very morally ambiguous power and i again i think i think there may be a little bit uh too many cons here for me to keep it on my want list so i may actually transfer that one to my do not want list all right so should we do our honorable mentions now
1: all right, so my honorable mention, and thinking about it now, this kind of sounds depressing. Uh-oh. B- because it's anime powers we want in real life. The power of friendship.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's, that's implying, legit. I mean. But that's
1: implying that I have no friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you? I don't know I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, power of friendship.
1: It's the friends we made along the way.
0: That is that is definitely an anime power. <laughs>
1: mm. But what, what was yours?
0: Mine is so stupid, but I would love to have From Yu-Gi-Oh!, The power of the Shadow Realm. (laughs) Just so, and it's only so that I could say, send that bitch to the Shadow Realm in real life. That's it. I would never use it. I would probably never send anyone there, but I just want to be able to say, send that bitch to the Shadow Realm.
1: (laughs) That's as bad as Geass. I know. That's why I would never actually use it.
0: I just want to be able to threaten people with it.
1: Man. I mean, I I haven't watched Yu-Gi-Oh!, but I know of the Shadow Realm, and man, that's just... That's hardcore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all just for the for the flex, man. That's it.
1: All right. So now I think we want to go over the enemy powers we do not want. I know we already discussed them, but are there any more on your list? I only have one.
0: I have three more. Okay. Um, Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Well, you only have one, so yeah. I guess I'll go first to balance things <laughs> out. Um, I would say first and foremost, the Death Note from death note mm, i'm okay. I, for many 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 reasons the fact that it's terrible and you kill people with it but also because i'm terrified of ghosts and i don't really want to be seeing a shinigami all day long <laughs> so that's mm. one big downside for me plus the the slew of rules that come with owning and just touching the death note itself that's a whole bunch of uh headaches right there so i would say very adamantly i would never want the death note in real life there's just way too much downside there and whoever is the lucky or unlucky wielder of the death note has to deal with a lot of shit
1: yeah that's just a life of misery and depression if you start using it as we've seen in the show um and that's just another ability or i guess manifestation of an enemy power that just Again, there's more risk than reward. Like, there's
0: very little reward. Like, can can mm-hmm. you think of any reward? Unless you're a psychopath who wants to kill people, like, is there any reward to having the Death Note?
1: I mean, the the, the thing we saw on the show was uh, uh, Light killing off criminals, which yeah, it's it's morally justified,
0: but like looking it has at to be it, incredibly contained and controlled. Yeah, and you um, already have the death sentence so (laughs) do you need the death note at that point
1: right um and then the other thing of it is you know not to kind of discuss whether or not there's an afterlife but just you know the effect of knowing that you've killed another human being you know it just comes into question like the quality of your own life at that point and and your own mental state and you know kind of thinking of our legacies Um, at that point after we we pass on i think that there's just too much there for me to to want to willingly use this thing
0: yeah i again i can't see any upside unless you really like the idea of hanging out with the shinigami all day long but if you don't do anything with the death note they'll just probably kill you off at that point but if it's
1: ryuk like i could hang with ryuk True, but again, if you don't
0: do anything with the Death Note, he's going to be really bored. He'll probably be like, I'm going to have to kill you because you're not doing anything with yeah, the Death that's, Note. Yeah, that's
1: true, unless you just fed him apples. There you the go, time.
0: yeah, keep him happy with apples. I mean, yeah, I guess Ryuk's cool, but I would still be scared of shit because, again, I'm I'm terrified of ghosts and scary stuff.
1: Or what's the other one, The like the comic relief one that just showed up and wanted his oh, journal? Oh, Sido? Yeah. <laughs> like Sido? It's just like as terrifying as these creatures are. Like, if... I were to encounter either of them that would just be great
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Sido can hang he's cool
1: so what were your other um, what was the second power you had
0: okay you want me to do that and you'll do yours and then I'll do my last one sure okay um, the next one follows the same theme here it's Jujutsu Kaisen curse power curse energy curses I don't I can't remember exactly what it's called but again first and foremost I'm terrified of ghosts and other scary things so dealing with curses is it does not sound fun to me um, plus, curses, if I recall correctly from the lore, are derived from pain and suffering and negative thoughts. So in order to use cursed energy or curses, the user has to also kind of be dealing with regret or negative feelings or suffering in some way. Even if it's not immediately like obvious, I think on some level they have to be suffering in order to use that cursed energy. If I'm mm-hmm. cor- incorrect about that, someone please feel free to reach out and... and correct me so that I am getting this lore accurate it's been a bit because Jujutsu Kaisen ended earlier this year yeah I would say curse energy curse powers I don't find that interesting at all I don't want to be attacked by ghosts
1: yeah honestly I I can't really remember the lore of cursed energy because um as as good as the show was Jujutsu Kaisen wasn't like something that I really vibed with Oh, I fucking
0: loved it. It's just been a bit since I've watched it Yeah. since season one ended.
1: But the only thing I can kind of compare it to is like Dark Magic and Harry Potter. Like that's also something I would never want to touch with a 10-foot pole.
0: I don't know what that is, but But I I trust you. (laughs) It's okay. You don't have to explain it. I, I, I trust that that has a similar lore to Curses.
1: Yeah. And even just thinking of Sukuna's fingers, Um I wouldn't want to inhale that either. Like, I don't know how that tastes. but
0: Yeah, how, how do you get curse powers? Is that hereditary too or is that taught? Because I know you've got the twins, um, Mai and Maki, and one of them can't innately use cursed energy, but the other one can. So she has to use cursed objects instead. So like she can still battle curses, but she cannot innately wield any curse power. I don't know if I'm using the correct terminology. Is it curse power, curse energy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know, it's like Jujutsu Kaisen was so fucking good, but it's been so many months since then that I'm forgetting some of the lore. I'll need to refresh before uh, the movie comes out later this year.
1: Yeah, I ain't touching that curse shit Same. at all.
0: <laughs> but all right, what's your, what's your last don't want power?
1: The only other one I had, and it's just cuz it's so op is the one punch ability from one punch man
0: oh shit i didn't think about that
1: yeah <laughs> you know, i think although i don't think i've i finished the show i only made it through a couple episodes and then i put it on hold but i know like saitama he has peak physical abilities in other categories and that's obviously more desirable but just this ability to take someone out with one punch um as as much as it shows how strong you are, like, it just makes things too easy. Um, and also, what if you accidentally punch someone it <laughs> just sends them reeling? And
0: then gone. They're just gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, yeah, you could use it for your mortal enemies if you really wanted to get rid of them. But... Like, if what if you were just to punch a wall out of frustration and then your whole house comes crumbling down?
0: Yeah, like. you have to have a lot of self-control in that situation <laughs> mm-hmm. or just in general. I also didn't finish One Punch. It's 100% still on my watch list. Um, it's on my hold list technically. I don't remember how many episodes I got into it. Probably four or five, maybe a little bit more. So I will pick it back up hopefully sometime soon. But, yeah, I can't speak too much to it because I, I don't know how the, the story ends.
1: I think that that's part of, like, Saitama's story is, like, he is sick of this power, right? And He's just bored because right.
0: there's no challenge out there. Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, that was the only other ability that I would not want in real life. So what is your last one?
0: My last one, I don't know if you can consider it an ability, but I'm going to fucking say it anyway. <laughs> and it is getting isekai I would never, I know (laughs) that's a huge fucking thing in the anime community. Um, There's tons of memes out there about weebs wanting to get isekai but if I'm thinking realistically, I'm thinking about the real world, do I actually want to leave this real world for another real world knowing that there's a lot of risk involved? So usually getting isekai happens when you get hit by a fucking bus or a train or basically die in some way in the real world. And then you get transported into another world. And that doesn't happen that way for every single anime. For, for The Rising of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero, for example, um, Naofumi just opens a book and gets sucked into another world. But regardless of how it happens, more often than not, you don't have a, a very clear way of returning home. And usually people get isekai not of their own free will. They just get forced isekai So you may really love your life in this world, and then you get isekai would against your will. And whether or not your body in the other world is still alive, you have no choice but to live in this other world. Plus, you can't control what world you end up in. So there's too much of a gamble there. Like, What if you end up in some crazy-ass place where you're probably going to die or some place that you fucking hate? then you're stuck i also think about shows where you get reverse isekai like
1: devil's a part-time yeah
0: devil's i almost said hataraku so i'm like what's the english name of that (laughs) um but yeah devil's a part-timer he gets reverse isekai and like from our point of view that's fine because we understand how to live in this world but he struggles to live in the world although he he does end up accepting it pretty easily case but my whole point is that um there's very little that you can control when it comes to getting isekai and you probably are going to have to die in order to make it happen so unless you really hate the world that you're currently living in i don't know if it's worth it to get isekai again it's a running meme because i'm sure me weebs are probably like i hate this boring world i want anime powers
1: (laughs) wait so when you're isekai do you return back to the real world?
0: It depends on the anime. I think in a lot of isekai, you don't have a very um, obvious way of getting home, if you can even get home at all. I also think about you know, the original isekai, as I like to call it, Inuyasha. Um, Kagome is able to go back and forth between her time period and the feudal era but she's the only one who can do so. And there are times where she's not able to return to one of the two eras. And also she gets transported to the feudal era where there's demons and she gets attacked all the time. So is that really fun at the end of the day? I don't know. It's questionable. Mm. Would you want to be isekai? No. (laughs) (laughs) Did I just turn you off from any kind of isekai?
1: (laughs) No, I mean, it's just funny seeing all the memes, but it, it seems like a lot of isekai you or the characters end up in a fantasy realm and I'm not big on fantasy.
0: That's true. What if you got Isekai into the Star Wars universe? Okay the
1: hell yeah. (laughs) Let's fucking go. I'll ride an X Wing up to battle every day.
0: But that's my point, right? You don't normally have a choice on where you get Isekai. If there were more Isekai out there, and I'm sure there probably is an anime or an isekai where the protagonist can choose where they end up or you know whether they can go back and forth or how they transport there but for the most part you you don't have any say in how and when and where and why you end up going to another world
1: and i think the other thing is like for you to specifically be isekai that makes you this central chosen one figure in the world of the isekai right yeah so, <laughs> like everyone depends on you to solve their conflicts or whatever. And so that's a lot to put on your own shoulders when it's it's something that you didn't even want in the first place, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I, again, I think it's fun to joke about getting isekai but for the purposes of this discussion, thinking about it realistically and in the context of the real world, based on the lore of different isekai, I just don't know if I can get behind that. Unless Mm -hmm. this world becomes complete shit and I want to escape it, then hell yeah, isekai, the shit out of me. I'll get hit by 10 buses. I don't care. (laughs) But as of right now, I'm enjoying this life. I'm enjoying this world. (laughs) Yeah, the world
1: is okay right now. Yeah, (laughs) it's all
0: good. It's all good. Plus, you also have to leave behind everything. And I don't Mm want to leave all of this fun anime behind. Do they have anime in other worlds? I don't know.
1: No, they just have fairy tale books. If we're thinking of <laughs> fantasy, you'd have
0: to give up all of your anime and video games, and te- yeah,
1: technology. It's <laughs> unless you get Isekai
0: to like <laughs> an advanced place. Oh yeah,
1: that's true. Um, I was gonna say like actually, it's kind of funny because we were watching the PlayStation Five showcase yesterday, and they featured a game called Forspoken. And it looks like she gets fucking yeah. The, the main character gets Isekai into this other world, so it's just funny how the, the Isekai meme, not meme, but the, the Isekai trope, is starting to trickle into quote unquote mainstream media.
0: Yeah, and in the trailer, she seems pretty thrilled about being Isekai, but in my mind, again, thinking realistically, she's getting attacked by fucking monsters. I don't mm. want that. Like. <laughs> I want to do another discussion episode where we talk about anime worlds we'd want to live in. That'll be a future topic, but I think about that, and if I'm being realistic, there's a lot of anime worlds I would not want to live in because I don't want to risk my life every day. I don't want to get attacked. I don't want to get hurt um, or bleed everywhere or fight people, so it's just one of those things where it looks cool in the anime or in the game, but if you're thinking about it in real life, I don't know, man. The risk far outweighs the reward here.
1: Although I know there's an anime out this season, I don't know if it's wrapped up, called uh, How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom or something. Oh, yeah. Where it, it, I, I'm pretty sure the premise is like this guy gets isekai'd, but instead of going the hero's job. Tro- Sorry, Rigby just shook his head. <laughs> um, probably because he's frustrated with isekai. But <laughs> uh, like the the protagonist gets isekai'd, and instead of being like the the chosen one hero, like going gung-ho into battle he he does practical ways of of changing the world
0: rebuilding the economy yeah (laughs)
1: um so i know that that's been on my watch list um and again i've i haven't watched many isekai but that's one that kind of challenges the trope but i guess yeah in terms of real life power i would not want that to happen to me
0: and there you have it the anime powers that we wish we had in real life plus the ones we would never fucking want and then also some that kind of switched between lists. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was a fun discussion. Uh, maybe someday we'll be blessed with anime powers, whether it's quirks or titan shifting abilities or Pokemon. I don't know. But for now, we can just imagine it as fucking weebs.
1: And if there's any listener out there who wants to mention an anime power that we didn't mention, feel free to shoot us a line. Maybe we'll discuss it on our next episode.
0: Yes, please, please, please do. We'd love to hear what other powers you would want and why you would want them. Or on the flip side, which ones you would never want and why you would never want them. And you can reach out to us on our Instagram at The Strictly Series, on Twitter at Strictly Series, and reach out to us via our website, thestrictlyseries.com. And that wraps up episode 52 of Strictly Anime. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to support the show, then head over to patreon.com slash the Strictly series and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming service so you can be notified when new episodes premiere every Monday. You'll also find more info on Strictly Jojo, our other podcast dedicated to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay weeb.
1: Send that bitch to the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs>